0: I sure wish I was celebrating my birthday in St. Hubert's Cathedral, but I'm under a tent, but I'm having fun. I'm at Gus's Tackle and Nets, Old Spanish Trail in Slidell, 8 o'clock this morning and kicking off the annual tent sale. The owner, Gus Maggiore, John. Gus, how do you plan these things on these bad weather days when nobody's fishing and they come to your store?
2: You well, I just, you must read um, the
0: Farmer's Almanac or something.
2: Yep, that's right, Don. I pick it six months ahead of time, and whatever whatever rolls, rolls. Well,
0: you do a great job on it, and uh, there's going to be a lot of the people coming by here later on. you got free food and drink going on. What are some of the other things you got for them today?
2: Well, we have a lot of specials on Rise and Reels, a lot of Lure specials. Um, a lot of reps are here today. Um,
3: We've got some door prizes. Um, other than that, it's just... Um, Come on over. It's going to be a, a good day for it.
0: If somebody has purchased a rod or reel and they need some technical advice about it, that's what the reps are here for. Oh, yeah,
3: yeah,
4: yeah.
0: They can kind of fill them in on some of the things that, you know, the average person would be lost on. But Yeah. And yeah. hey, you're still doing rod and reel repair here, right? Oh, yeah,
3: we still do rod and reel repair.
0: Yeah, there's not many places that do that anymore. No. And boy, I can break them with the best, too. I know you've done some great job on mine. You resurrected a couple of tuna rods not too long ago that one. I thought we are headed for the graveyard, but you, you salvaged them. Now Sito, they are doing a, a promotion here. If somebody comes by, you got a minimum purchase to make a merchandise. They're going to give away a free one-year membership. Yeah, that's right, that Don. That's great. That's great. Yep. And what else is going on?
3: Well, we got food. Donuts. Donuts. Donuts.
2: We got <laughs> we, we're cooking breakfast away? right now. <laughs> we can going to have bacon and eggs and biscuits.
0: I tell you what, this is a day for outdoorsmen. Huh? I mean, you got to yeah. brave it to come to the store. Normally, if you go out in the water, you can get roughed up, but today, you can get roughed up in a store.
3: Yeah, and I tell you, Don, uh,
2: yesterday, we we, we started, we opened up, and it was raining all day, and people kept coming. I was surprised, even with all the rain.
0: I saw a lady in the Pirog not too long ago. She was poling down, yeah. down uh, yeah. Old Spanish Trail. That's right.
4: <laughs> yeah. You've
0: got dock space here, they can tie up. Yeah, I'm Actually, it's you. not that bad, folks. It's a little breezy. Uh, I can feel the temperature dropping which is going to be nice later this afternoon as far as that goes but fishing we've been telling people don't do it today you know maybe late this evening but the water's still going to be dirty even if those winds die down yep and we got hunters out there too people hunting that's opened up right now but uh, make this one of your stops. Come by and see Gus. Say hello to him. He's a great guy. I've been knowing you for, what, 20-something years we've been knowing you? Yeah, other 25, 30 years wow. at Gee, least. Long time. You never got tired of me yet, have
3: you? <laughs> no, not yet, Don.
0: But he's working on it. We're working <laughs> on it. That's right. All right, Gus, I'm going to let you get back to work. I know you all got a lot of merchandise in set setup and get ready for that 8 o'clock opening. What time you all going to be here with the sale today? 4 o'clock. 4 o'clock. So make it. Uh, you got all day to get by here. Come by and say hello to us if you get here before 9 and uh, later. Say hello to Gus and make those purchases. All right, Thanks, Don. Gus. Thanks. Thanks for making us a part of your celebration. Hey, thank you, I wouldn't. Don. I wouldn't know what to do without it. All right. Thank you, buddy. Gus Majuri, owner here at Gus Tackling Nets in Slidell. All right, coming up after this next break, Mike Gallo joins us, Captain Mike, in person. Normally he's out on the water with his cell phone, and I can hear the boat rocking. I can hear the seagulls going on and off, and somebody's hollering, hey, did you remember to bring the sandwiches, all that? But today he's here. And there's a reason why. (laughs) Weather. Weather's got everybody put up. We'll be back with Captain Mike's report brought to you by CETO right after this time out. You're listening to The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. Alright, it's a drizzly, now drizzly. We've had heavy rain pretty much all night across the Louisiana and the Gulf Coast. Uh, winds are starting to switch around a little bit. We had some pretty stiff east winds. They're moving now more southerly, a little west in them, and eventually I'm sure they'll be blowing out of the northwest and the north as that frontal system moves through. And good thing it did. Uh, Tropical Storm Olga turned out to be a little bit more than what most of the folks predicted it would be. There's some pretty stiff winds. we got a lot of Power outages. If you're listening to us on a battery-powered radio, welcome aboard. Stay with us. Joining us now is Captain Mike Gallo. We've got a fishing report coming up. It's a presentation of CTO. You know those guys. They'll come get you wherever you are, whenever you need them. Tow you in 24/7. Jumpstart you if you got an electrical problem. What you get for $179 for a whole year is peace of mind because you know that a rescue is just one phone call away. I'm always suggesting for people to become members. You can do it by calling Captain Chris, 504-301-4545, or they'll sign you up at sito.com. Now, today here at Gus's, they're going to be giving away a free one-year membership. When you make a minimum purchase of any merchandise of your choice, they'll put your name into an entry for that. And they've also got a lot of free door prizes. So if you want to come on by till 4 o'clock from 8 to 4, Big annual tent sale. Mike Gallo joins us now. Captain Mike, you and I had a pretty decent trip. Uh, I was glad that the trout are rebounding. Everybody was concerned. We had months of the Bonne River water diverted into Ponchatrain, into Bourne, all up in the Chef area. But it looks like those trout are making a comeback now.
2: It is good to see the trout come back into our area. Um, I started catching them maybe a month ago in the Biloxi Marsh as we'd be out there red fishing. We start catching a few trout on spinner baits, and you kind of know they're making their way in. And um, now they've made it all the way into Lake Catherine and the Pearl River. I even got some reports listening to Keith of them being in Lake Pontchartrain. So
0: on the shoreline, North on, shore, the shoreline on the shoreline in the grass eelgrass. beds,
2: yeah. that's correct. So obviously that's good news. And uh, once the weather straightens out, we'll be we'll be catching them in the fall like we normally do.
0: You and I, for people that didn't see the, the Fish and Game report that aired on Thursday night, um, we caught most of our trout in Lake Catherine. Uh, there seemed to be two keys. One, we had to find bait. There were mullet jumping. Whenever there was a presence of mullet in those little tide lines, which almost looked like fish slicks, we found trout in It wasn't slam, you know, bang action, but it was steady.
2: Right, and, the, and the, of the fish we caught, huge majority were keepers and decent-sized fish. We didn't have to measure anything. I think we had one throwback caught them on both plastic under the popping cork as well as live shrimp under the popping cork. So that's good. Um, Later in the day when the wind picked up we moved to deep water and we caught fish in 25 feet of water. So that kind of tells you they still scattered. We caught them in 5 feet of water and 25 feet of water. So as the weather gets colder and the days get shorter they'll get into a pattern of being close to deep water. And in cold mornings, they'll be in the deep water, and as the day warms up, they'll fan out into the shallower water.
0: That Pearl River becomes kind of a haven for wintering speckled trout. What is the technique when somebody wants to try those fountains? And, and, because there's a little knack to you got to do it right, or you you'll be fishing in dirty water. But right next to it, there's clean water, or sometimes the heaviest salt water is underneath.
2: Yeah, exactly. That's one of the keys is trying to realize that you may have clean water below dirty water. So. All your normal points and pockets and ledges are at least worth 15 minutes. Stop, use your radar, your sonar, find the ledge, position yourself. where you can fish on that ledge. If live bait's available, that's always a good key to start with. If not, your plastics bounced on a jig head off the bottom is generally what's gonna work for you. But fish love ledges. And um, give it 15 minutes fan cast if you're able to catch them stay as long and catch as, as many as you'd like or as many as there and if if you if it plays out on you then you want to move to a similar situation where you have another point or ledge and the water could be dirty on the surface but give it 15 minutes and see what you can catch
0: now, before these winds came up, you were making maybe able to make it across Lake Bourne and get into the Biloxi Marsh, which has always been a redfish haven, but you were catching some trout mixed in over there, too. Right.
2: Had very good catches of trout over there. Finding uh, we, had, we had falling tides in the morning, which is generally what we have in the fall of the year, and we had some cuts that were draining into lakes, and the tide would be falling and bringing bait. And the same scenario, I'd position my boat close to ledges, and we'd fish those tide lines either on the bottom with a drop shot in plastic or live bait or the popping cork, depending on the depth of the water. Generally, when I'm having customers, I start them out one on the bottom, two on the top, because it seems that before the water temperatures get cold, the majority of your fish will be closer to the surface. Um, And then I just watch, pay attention to my customers and see which one's catching better, and then switch the rest of them over. I'm either switching one to a cork, so all three of them are fishing on the surface, or I'm switching the other two over to the bottom. All
0: right, we're in slide L right now. It's 74 degrees. I got a report at 60 in Baton Rouge. It tells me the front's passing through, temperatures are dropping. Is this going to be enough to drop that water? It's going to drop the water temperature some. How many more degrees does it need to fall before it really changes that pattern on the trout?
2: I think the trout will stage close to deep water when those temperatures are in the low 60s, high 50s. And we're closer to high 60s, low 70s now. So it's gonna take the water temperature dropping a good 10 degrees before we see them really hanging close to the deeper water.
0: We're getting out of October into November. A lot of people are going to be hunting. We get more fronts closer together. October is usually your busiest month. How are you looking for trips open up in November for people that are interested in fishing?
2: Well, fortunately, I have quite a few captains that work for me, and we still have openings with some of those captains. Personally, I am booked up. I have two days open in the month of November. (laughs) One's my anniversary, and the other one's Thanksgiving.
0: (laughs) I wouldn't try to book you on those days. Tell me about the addition at the the Spots and Dots Lodge, man. It's looking good. It's coming along. You've been working hard on it.
2: Yeah, we got the second lodge up and running last year, and I've been working on the boat shed behind the lodge. going to be a huge area out in the open, under a roof with the boats below it. Still got some work to do on it. I'm I'm hoping to have a finished date of April.
0: Now you got to have a room with Dutch's name on it, right? Dutch Prager?
2: Yeah, old Dutch. <laughs>
0: I'm sure he's listening right we now.
2: We were scheduled to fish this week, oh, no. and we had bad weather yeah. and wasn't able to go, so we are all got our fingers crossed for the date he has in November. So, uh, Dutch, if you're out there, buddy, we hadn't forgot about you.
0: All right. Mike, somebody wants to get a hold of you, tell them how to find you and get information on the lodge if they want to come from out of town. If they're local, how to get a trip booked.
2: Easy, you can find me on DonTheOutdoors Guide dot com. The North Shore Fishing Report dot com has a link. You can also go to my website, which is AA of La dot com or the old-fashioned telephone 985 781 seven eight one one
0: everything except carry a pigeon and smoke signal what a technology (laughs) will get you there (laughs) smoke signals
2: wouldn't work in all this wind
0: thanks for coming by mike i'm sure you're going to make some bargains you probably need some tackle yeah you know
2: everything we fish with Mm -hmm. you can purchase here at Gus's. yeah i get a lot of my tackle from Gus's. He's a great source of what's going on in southeast Louisiana.
0: Absolutely. He's got the right stuff and the right prices today.
2: Thanks, Mike. All right, Don. We'll talk to you next week.
0: All right. we come back, uh, we're going to talk paddler's report. In this case, a peddler, he peddles his kayak. I'm talking about Captain Eric Mohabarak, Louisiana Kayak Company. Our paddler's report is next on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. Hey, Keith, they're dancing
4: here under the tent, man. They like that music. You ever go
0: kayak fishing? You fish out of a kayak? I have.
4: I have. Growing up, I've I fished mainly out of a P-Rog, so it takes a little adjusting to get used man. to the kayak. But I tell you what, the pedaling kayak, yeah. I can get it's used to Cadillac, that. the
0: Cadillac, the Cadillac yeah. of P-Rogs, that's for sure. All right, Captain Eric Mahabarak joins us for our report brought to you in conjunction with the Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club uh, and also a presentation of Massey's Outdoors. Uh, tell us what's going on at Massey's. Uh, Eric, you right. hang out there a lot.
1: Yeah, how y'all doing this morning? Uh, They got uh, some new stuff in, you know, they got the sims uh, weather line in, and that's some real good clothing, you know, uh, uh, for fishing especially, that's what they mainly use it for. But, uh, you know, a lot of fly fishers uh, use those outfits. And they also got something pretty neat. Uh, Werner Paddles just came out with an adjustable paddle. Uh, you know, for the guys who have paddle kayaks, I, I do keep a paddle on my kayak because it's better to have two motors than one. But uh, that's a pretty neat uh, neat little system they got set up, you know, where you can adjust it. You know, you can even use it in the pierogs, you know, so uh, that's a good deal. I, I don't know what the prices are, on those are, I imagine they run from 75 to $300 it just depends on which one you want, you know. But they just got those, and that's worth stopping by and checking out. But they got they got a whole bunch of stuff going on. They got the, the new Hobies, you know, in with that 360 drive. That's pretty phenomenal. Um, yeah, but but dude,
4: anyway, a lot other
0: that, so, Yeah.
1: other
0: than no, that, I saw, I was going to say I saw them at the uh, Star Banquet. They had some that they were – You know, awarding his prizes up there, some really nice, uh, some really nice vessels. Well, Eric, uh, they got stores in Covington, uh, Baton Rouge, New Orleans. You can check them out. What's going on for paddlers? I don't want to be in no kayak today with this wind blowing. You got gusts of 50 (laughs) miles an hour someplace.
1: (laughs) Yeah, what's going on with me is I done battled a, a, a trampoline, my kayak trailer, and a basketball court right this morning. Ahead of time <laughs> now. But, uh, yeah, wasn't yeah, that fun, you know? Um, anyway, uh, what's going on, Bob? Well, we, we had Fallen Tide last week, you know, and uh, Terry Pam, uh, he, he, he took first place on us, you know, won the slam. Um, I don't recall what his redfish was. He did catch a flounder, 19 uh, inches, 19 and a half inches. And that's pretty good. Uh, Terry's a pretty neat, neat guy. He uh, fishes, uh, his main thing is they call it the ter- Terry setup. Uh, he fishes that four horseman cork with the cork with uh, golf swimming mullet under it. He's pretty much strictly a cork fisherman. Uh, he did switch over to the jig head later on with the golf on it. Same thing, swimming mullet. Uh, and it took him two hours to catch that flounder. But uh, he won him a nice, brand new pro angler. And uh, I'm sure he's real happy about that. Uh, He's really a great guy. Uh, He does some good fishing. He fished the uh, Myrtle Grove, kind of like in between Myrtle Grove and and Lake Hermitage area uh, somewhat. That's all the information I could get (laughs) on that. But uh, (laughs) he he did uh, send me an an email and and fill me in on what happened. He did fish that flounder for two hours, like I said. So it wasn't an easy task, you know, as it never is an easy task to catch the flounder once you have those two other fish, you know. Um, other than that I had a great trip this weekend. Uh, I had some guys in from Sarasota. Uh, we smashed the redfish in the high water in the twenty mile an hour winds, which I would please please stop one day. You know, so we can enjoy it. Um, and other than that they've been catching some fish down on highway, one right across from Leeville actually there's Jack Up barges there on them flats. Uh, they've been they've been doing pretty good with, with the trout actually and uh, catching a few reds and flounder mixed in. But um we don't have much going on. Uh, they're going to have the championship coming up, which, you know, everybody qualified for that, so it's not open to the public. But, um, but uh, that's about it, and uh, fish are moving in great. I haven't had an opportunity myself to go pick up on a few speckled trout and stuff like that, but uh, because just because of the way the weather conditions have been and or in, in time also, you know. But it's, been, it's, it's a time of year, you know, to get in them little boats and get out in them marshes and and, and get on them redfish and speckled trout. The, the fish are moving in, and It's, it's I, I think it's going to be great. Like a few other guys said, you know, the river, you know, once it gets below seven foot, you know, like I, I think Jeff was saying, uh, you know, I think that's going to make a big difference, especially down here in Plaquemines, you know, because we've got, all, you know, diversions and, and high river and everything else. Hey, Jeff, Jeff wanted Man. you to
0: give a bass report for kayakers. You hear any places where the bass are on? Man, you know, somebody just asked me about
1: that yesterday. I was going to ask him about it. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know, I mean that a few of the guys go – and then a few guys go to the Delacro. And I, 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 I'll do it once in a while too. I'll go get over to Delacro and I'll and I'll do some fishing. As usual, you know, you catch some marsh bass. Um, a place that's highly overlooked is uh, Des Almonds. You know, um, people can catch some decent fishing Des Almonds over there. You know, if they put in the time and learn the area. I've been a few times. I've caught a few fish. You know, um. Uh, you know, my days are kind of limited on when I can do, but I enjoy bass fishing. Um, I really do, um, it, it, and I think you have almost an advantage over the boats uh, at some point or another, you know, I, you know, except for that the boat can run 20 miles, you know, but then again, you know, with the kayak, you, you're kind of in a location that you have to, have to fish, and I think it's more, more you fish harder. For your fish to catch, because you can make more casts, and you have a limited amount of area you can cover in a day, you know. But um, Got I mean, I'll have to check on that, and uh, and I'll check with a few guys on the north shore, and, and and uh, see if uh, maybe check with Catch up there in North Louisiana, see what he's he's been doing. Um, and I'll try and get something together for the next time we out there, you know. Next time All we're right, You're gonna have race. to
0: get Jeff. You're gonna have to get Jeff in a in a kayak too. He says he wants here. to model that. He, he said he wants to model that'll handle a 250 horse engine on it. That's hey, the I'm, one he I'm 250. I'm 250 too. I, don't, I, don't <laughs> uh, I think he was talking yeah. about the engine. <laughs> Eric, if oh, somebody wants to get a hold of you, and, and if somebody wants to get a hold of you and jump in a kayak and go fishing with you, tell them how to do it. Well, you can find me in Diamond View, Uh
1: Of course. Um, you can... Call me on the phone is the easiest way 8292 uh, Also, I'm on Facebook and Instagram.
0: That's Val Louisiana Kayak Company. Got it. Thanks, Eric. We appreciate it, my friend. See you All next right, time. All right, y'all have a great day. Stay out the wind. Uh, we're gonna try. <laughs> we're at a tent sale. We're in the wind, uh, but the rain has stopped. That's the good news. Keith Lush at Don Dubuque. When we come back, I'm gonna tell you a story about some bad boys of the outdoors, and and I'm urging, I'm gonna urge the DA and the judge to give these guys some jail time. I'll tell you why, and see if you agree with me. Our text board is open eight seventy eight seventy. We're back with their story right after this pause on the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. You know, Keith, they were supposed to have a Get Out and Fish. There's some wonderful programs. They put a 1,000 pounds of catfish in Joe Brown Park, which is in New Orleans East, uh, and they were supposed to start in about, I guess, about 30 minutes or so. At 7 o'clock, they were going to open it up for fishing to go in there for the kids, and uh, I don't know if that event is going on as planned or if it's been postponed or delayed. Maybe if uh, Danica or some of her staff that coordinates that is listening, they could give us a call at the station or text me and Uh, We'll pass it along to the listeners. Well, I'm
4: I'm looking at the radar, and it looks like we're definitely done with the rain here. Mm -hmm. Um, And um, boy, I tell you what, a busy day in the weather station. Uh, I'm looking at there's a front coming through. It looks like it's about two hours behind this clearing. So a lot of things happening here in motion. You can watch it happen. Well, uh, Joe Brown
0: Park. I mean, the the wind won't be so much. I mean, it won't be easy. It'll be difficult to cast. But if you get the wind behind you, you'll be all right. But, I mean, there's no problem of access. So I think it'll probably go on. Boy, if and you I want think to they, go they there, have the right the idea
4: uh, stocking that with catfish and bringing those and kids And these are out there. adult stockings. These are not fingerlings. These right. are
0: ready to fry. Right. So, nothing
4: Nothing like getting the kids started fishing, bringing them to an isolated pond and where you could just, especially catfish, you know how cat, easy catfish is right. for, for children, and to have that on their line just to hook them. And you got something good to take home to eat. 7 to noon is when that happens, and as far as we
0: know, it is a go. All right, we're going to pause 10 seconds, let our local stations identify. When we come back, i got a story of four bad boys of the outdoors coming at you right after we let our local stations tell you who they are and where they are along the outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. If you were tuned in last week, I reported that at its last meeting, the Operation Game Thief program in Louisiana paid out nearly $4,000 to anonymous informants, resulted in 62 offenses by 27 perpetrators. Now a tip from that program led to citations earlier this month for four men for alleged recreational fishing violations in Plaquemines Parish when agents received an anonymous tip that the four men were over the limit of black drum in Lake Hermitage. The agents found a vehicle that matched the description from the tip, pulled it over in Belchase. In it, they found two ice chests, 30 black drum, three redfish, female crabs, and the bed of the truck. None of the four men had basic or saltwater fishing licenses, so cited for possessing fish without a basic and saltwater license, possessing undersized black drum, Over the limit of Black Drum by 10, possessing undersized redfish, taking female crabs during a closed season, and the driver of the vehicle, no driving license. And now facing criminal fines of up to $1,500 and up to 60 days in jail, two of the four were booked into the Bell Chase Jail. Because guess what? This was not their first illegal fishing rodeo and had multiple prior fishing citations, 47-year-old Roberto Escobar, 49-year-old Leonel Escobar, 18-year-old Franklin Escobar, and 47-year-old Oliver Benegas. All of Gretna are bad boys of the outdoors. You know, Keith, uh, I, I don't, they normally don't. Assign jail sentences to these people. They, mm-hmm. but I guess they feel like they got to pay a fine. They need to keep working, locking them up. They're not. They don't need to exclude. Them. Right. But These guys, this they've done this before. They got no licenses whatsoever. Total disregard for yeah. you and me and everybody else in this state, and they don't even have a driver's license. So they are going there <laughs> just, just hauling out fish, whatever they want. Who cares? I, huh? I hope the DA puts puts them in jail yeah the
4: judge should do that even if
0: it's for the 60 days or even a week just give them a taste of jail maybe that'll maybe that'll
4: that'll change them because looking at them you know they got a past record it's obvious that they're not getting with the program here uh we have a society here with laws (laughs) Uh, yeah they they didn't get the memo the escobar gang
0: what do y'all think text me at 870 870 if you were the judge in this case would you put these four guys in jail to teach them a lesson Eight seventy, eight seventy. Coming back after this, we're going to get a report on Plaquemines Parish. Ryan Lambert don't like nobody stealing his fish, I can tell you that. We'll be back with his report right after this. Keith, you ever been down to uh, Ryan Lambert's place? No, I have not. Uh, I bet the palm trees are blowing right now. He's got a whole yard full of palm trees in there, and I bet they're bending and blowing around with those palm trees. I
4: bet he uses those palm trees as a wind gauge.
0: I think we got him on the line right now. Ryan, you there?
3: Oh, yeah, I'm here, buddy. (laughs) Wait, are, are, are you in, <laughs> <did it. laughs> yeah,
0: man, that storm was a little, I think it was underestimated a little bit. It came in pretty strong.
3: A little bit. Nobody called this out. I'm not going to be a fishing guy next time I come back. I'm going to be a meteorologist.
0: <laughs> yeah, you don't need to be near as correct, huh? Well, they got a tough job, but, uh, you know, I don't know, man, they gave it a name, at least they got that far with it, you know.
3: Wow. Man, that thing came through here this morning about three, four o'clock. Oh, my word. It was tough. It didn't, any damage? No, no. Just, uh, you know, a few little branches here and there laying around. But thank goodness the palm trees, they just bend and take it. You know, they just do what they got to do. The parking lot is completely underwater on the west side because every day they got to close the, the locks every time the tide comes up now because there's nothing out there to protect us. But it's all the way to the levee this morning. The water is. So everything's underwater on the west. So we're gonna we're gonna go east as soon as that front comes through and it switches to the west. We'll we'll head out and, and go and get on the lee shores over there. Been doing pretty good. You know we've been catching some trout, not, not limits, but catching some trout. Had a few flounders show up. We hadn't been catching flounders at all last year, and they started to show up a little bit. And then our redfish. Thank goodness for redfish. So uh, it's been good.
0: That's, uh, that's outstanding, really. I'm, you know, you're not the first one that talked about those flounders. Uh, there's not yeah. been a rebound, a grand owl, uh, Mike Gallo is talking about Ryan, fish. Ryan,
4: what's your thoughts on the flounders uh, in, in your area? They seem to disappear the last few years and coming back?
3: Well, we caught, we caught probably 10 flounders out of 12 boats fishing every day last year. And uh, this year, you know, we're starting to see a few. I saw four one day. I mean, that's really good. But, you know, it used to be we could go out there in June and July and catch a limit of flounders. You know, I, you know, the oil spill just decimated them because where the oil was, that's where they, they, they nest and stuff. And so, you know, they got there on them rigs is where they do their thing. And uh, it just decimated them. And, you know, because in the West, they, they still were doing well. You know, wildlife fisheries, they told me, well, they thought it was the, the water temperature changing, and they all turned the males or some nonsense. I said, really? How come it didn't do that in Lake Charles in Texas? You know, if it's, if it's yeah. warming, it's warming everywhere. And then the river was extremely high, and that's cold water coming out of there. So, you know, I, I wasn't buying all that. You know, the only thing I could see is the oil spill really hurt the flounders in the eastern part of the state really bad. And yeah, the south, too. I, I,
0: yeah, I agree with you on the flounders because they do spawn offshore in very deep water, and that core exit comes to the bottom. And It seemed like we were missing a, a, a couple of year classes, age classes in there, and now they're on the way back. So. Yeah, I hope it is yeah. that,
4: that. That would explain yeah, the that, comeback. Yeah. You know?
0: That would be a temporary situation. Mm-hmm. You
3: know? Well, the trout, the trout seemed to you know really get hurt, and then the, the cold snap we had two years ago, that really hurt them, too. I think if, if the state gets some of that money for that emergency relief from whatever they call they were claiming the carry they, did. They need to make a trout hatchery because our, our trout are decimated. They're going to probably lower the limit this year. So, you know, maybe we need some help and get a hatchery going. We got oyster hatcheries. We got all kind of hatcheries. We need a trout hatchery for the for the sportsmen in this state. So yeah, that's absolutely. something we're going to, that's we need what Alabama's to do.
4: for.
0: Yes, yeah, indeed. we need
3: to really yes, push indeed. for that.
0: Hey, Ryan, I wanted to let you know I, I, I talked to uh, Miss Louisiana yesterday. And uh, she's all excited. She says she wants to do a cooking feature in your kitchen. Can we set that up when she comes down to fish next month? Certainly,
3: certainly. Okay. But I'm, I'm going to turn Miss Louisiana down, really? <laughs>
0: well, you know, she's from North Louisiana, you know, which is a different state up there. She's around Ruston, Monroe, so she's probably going to want to cook some catfish and, and, and battered <laughs> onions and hush puppies. But we got to introduce to the and Tell her... We got to make sure she knows she's at Cajun Fishing Adventures. You know.
3: Yeah, we get get in your head what what she might want, and we'll we'll cook it. She's really you know, excited be, about fishing.
0: She really is.
3: Well, good. I hope we get a good day, and we go out there and whack them. Uh, the ducks you are see, really uh, showing up in a big way. Great. Yeah, What species? Looks good. What
0: are you seeing? Greys, the greys gray, gray and
3: widgeons, mm-hmm. tails. A lot more wigeons than we've seen lately. You know, there's, there's a yeah. good bit of wisdom out there. The teal are really in now. It looks pretty. The marsh is beautiful still. It didn't get hurt, and uh, this not going to hurt it because it's south now, and it's going to switch to the west. So it's going to keep all that salt water off of that, that aquatic vegetation. So uh, it ought to be just a, a bang-up year. I can't wait. Sounds good.
0: Ryan, I'm glad you didn't have any damage down there and survived this little late-season tropical storm. That's great. And, hey, I just want to let you know, I I, I give you special treatment. I bring Miss Louisiana to fish with you. You know who fished with Dudley, huh, who I brought to fish with Dudley? (laughs) Big Frida. Big Frida. Oh, yeah. (laughs) consider yourself a very close friend, okay?
3: Oh, I already did, buddy. I already did. I, no <laughs> I know it. I got you.
0: Ryan, have a great weekend, my friend. We'll see you. Next uh, y'all week,
3: have a great, Y'all stay out of this weather. All
0: right. Yeah, that's upcoming on A uh, fishing Game Report. And Bayou Wild TV, you're going to see Big Frida using a twerking method to land a big old alligator garfish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We never run out of material for TV shows. I'll definitely tune in for that. (laughs) All right, we come back. Keith Lush and I are going to wrap this up, and he's going to tell you what's coming up for the next two hours from Gus's Tackle and Nets on more outdoors. It's the North Shore Fishing Report next. We're back with info after this timeout. All right, we're just about ready to wrap up here. did get to one of some of your text messages. Thank you for sending these texts in. Uh, we've got this one saying the freezes of 2017-18 allowed coastal water to drop cold enough temperature to allow for a successful spawn of flounder. That's one man's opinion. Uh, Frankie D. Oh, my. Oh, the, the king of uh, Tickfar River Sokolay is uh, checking in. He's going to Lake Washington, Mississippi to spider fish for some Sokolay slabs. We'll have to talk about spider fishing one day. Uh, from Louisiana Fish Head in Port Vincent. Uh, Robbie Campo put him and the wife on fish last Sunday, had the best day of the year for him. Two limits of trout, a limit of slot reds, and kept six more reds that were too big to keep, thanks to Robbie and his dad. Yeah, they do a great job, not just selling your bait and launching your boat, but giving you some good information. Uh, here's one says, my husband had the boat all loaded to go to Hopedale today. He was so excited about four rides. Will the wind die down enough to go any time today? Ah, uh, maybe very late, but it's probably going to be some dirty water out there. But if you got to go, you go. Uh, here's one that says, Don, I'm on Grand Isle. No water here. Well, there is some water on the road that's kind of cutting off transportation to and from. Uh, then we also have coming in, uh, Don, hope you listen to stay safe today with this bad weather. They had a small tornado touchdown seven miles from the house yesterday. Luckily, no injuries. I'm planning on staying inside, working on my jelly. And enjoying an LSU victory over Auburn. Go Tigers. That's from David Hubble. And David's a great jelly maker, by the way. Good plan. Uh, Here's one. says fried fresh Spanish in Moorhead, North Carolina. Not bad. That was from an early discussion about uh, Spanish mackerel. Uh, Then we have 41-mile-an-hour gust in green leaves in Mandeville. Yeah, there's still some... Stuff win out there uh justin the duck guys heading out to the pontchartrain retriever retriever club uh, has their fall hunt test good luck to you justin um let's see don be real this is with regard to our gang of uh, illegal fishermen these guys probably don't speak english they are underprivileged lol uh, eric says fry their butts like fish uh, someone else wants to offer them jail time and community service. Last week's deer poachers are just lazy. Jail time as well. Uh, another one says give the Escobars two years. It'll wisen them up. Another one says put them under the jail. Use them for crab bait. Another one says anybody who breaks fishing and hunting laws should be left in a swamp without a paddle. Woo! We got some hard guys here. Yeah, here's one says uh, they get three hits in a cot on our nickel. Only if community service is part of the sentence. Make them work. They probably have no job, no money. Uh, Send them to jail for a couple of years, fine each one a minimum of $10,000, Good luck collecting that. Uh criminal need to be prosecuted. Incidents like this will continue. Give them jail time. And the final one says I'd throw the book at them. They probably don't have papers either. Well, I don't know that, but I'm suggesting at least a little bit of jail time for the Escobars.
4: Yeah, maybe teach them a lesson, huh?
0: Yes, indeed. Keith, well, what you got coming up from 7 to 9?
4: Well, Don, we got the North Shore Fishing Report, and I got to say that, you know, fishing Lake is is, is is tough enough. But then when you got the spillway open and everything, we just really had a, a terrible summer. And we're coming off of that. And, and we have the reports coming in the North Shore Fishing Report. And we're back in action. So we got a lot of uh, guests coming on to, to share some information. Andy Jones is going to come on, Wicked Charters. You never know what Andy's catching out in that lake. Uh, it could be catfish, garfish, redfish, speckled trout. But uh, we're going to hear from Andy. Also going to talk a little bass fishing. Uh, Jason Pittman's going to join us Uh Jason fishes all the bass tournaments around here. He's a professional angler too, so a lot of knowledge about bass fishing. Chris Basie is also going to join us. He runs Bass Assassins tournament, and uh, we're going to get some tips on targeting these cold fronts because you know it could get tricky with the cold fronts coming through, especially with bass fishing. Also, we got some speckled trout anglers coming. uh, Wayne Bordelon, James Hall, and his girlfriend Lauren Baker is going to join us. They've been catching uh, some trout at the Trestles and. Wayne's going to talk a little bit about those shoreline specs that we've been seeing so and also Ray Miller the sockeye killer you know he keeps the numbers of sockeye down <laughs> on the Jafunta River does a really good job at it keeps so. them under control huh? so lots well, of talk that about trestle coming trestle
0: trout report is interesting that's the first I've heard and that's maybe a good sign it's well you know that
4: area has changed we've, we've we've called them World Series trout because right. they appear when the World Series comes and uh, that's trickled off in the last few years, but he says he's caught a few big trout, so we're going to get the what his definition of a World Series trout is. I like to call them maybe 18 inches above, but People have different opinions about that.
0: All right. You can come on out and uh, hear Keith in person at Gus's Tackle the Nets, Old Spanish Trail in Slidell, where the winds are calming down, the rain has stopped. Things are definitely looking better. And the way to hear it, if you go to radio.com, you can find it there and listen to the live stream. All right, that's going to wrap it up uh, from Gus's. want to thank Gus and Denise for inviting us, making us part of their annual tent sale. Always have a lot of fun. Get to see some of the manufacturer's reps. Got some of our guides and reporters. Jeff rule. Mike Gallo came out here, called Byers. The, the wind, reunion. The wind washed him up from Lake Shore, uh, the Lake Catherine shoreline. <laughs> and your guys, Chris and Andy, are always a great time to get out here. You can see these people that you hear on the radio in person and put a face with a name and a voice. That's it from here. I'll see you all again next week with another edition of The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network.